Venom Let There Be Carnage is the sequel to 2018's Venom, but is this a Eddie Brock in good time, or is it Tom Hardly worth talking about? And if you thought that was low effort, oh boy, go watch the fucking movie! I'm Mike. I'm Darren. And this is Popscorn. Welcome to Pop Scornly Fans Entertainment Movie Review Podcast, and I'm already rubbing my fucking eyes. It's not a mitigated piece of shit. <laughs> my God. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Good God Almighty. We, we were waiting for this. We were waiting, and we said, and I quote you right now, I want to bathe in that shit. It looks so bad. We went together. We did, because on no, sat- no one no. else wanted to go. <laughs> on a Saturday morning. Oh. In a relatively busy screen, it must be said. Yeah, because it was the smallest fucking screen they've got there. True, but still. Bear in mind, full. So they're sticking it in the smallest screen on mm. opening week. Well, opening weekend. It came out the Friday before we saw it. Let's just forget, though, mm. this, has, this is so far this year the highest grossing movie in the world. Fucking kill me. Or at least me. it's on track to do that. It's had the biggest opening in COVID. So, more than Bond, more than Black Widow, more than Shang-Chi. Venom let them be carnage. Jesus. Now, it might be because it's only 90 minutes long. And therefore, <laughs> they're capable of getting a lot more showings of it than they are in the other ones. Yep. So, there's that, but... It's a movie that made you uh, just break into Black Country really quickly. Indeed, I didn't the rage even... is yep. palpable. You've had a shit day and now you get to rant about Venom too. Like... So we went by ourselves because, again, we couldn't convince a much smarter other half to come and watch this with us. Yeah, because so. they'd both seen the first one. Oh, no, I couldn't even get Rachel to watch the first one. Oh, okay. You, she was like, Rachel was smiling no. at the situation then. No, didn't <laughs> like, seem good. I can see where this is going. Like, is that the one where you keep going, Venom? <laughs> yeah, that's the most memorable thing about, about the film. Yeah, um, Academy Award nominated. No, it wasn't. They, they didn't get Eminem back to go, Connage! <laughs> which is disappointing. <laughs> but there we go. So... And even walking in, it was like, we were a little bit giddy, because it was like, we know what's about to happen. <laughs> this isn't about to be some transcendent, out-of-the-box sequel, is it? This is no. this has fan-forced energy <laughs> just coursing through its veins. We were willing it to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we got what we wanted, really. Oh, before we talk about the film, can we talk about the world's weirdest advertisement that played before? The, the Coke advert! Yeah, not that, and the one where it was like a car and that it was similarly designed to Venom and it made oh, more sense. Yeah. Okay, first of all, the Coke advert. So <laughs> We're one Coke away <laughs> from being alike and it's like an orc and I'm like, oh, that's a... An advert for fucking genetic engineering if I've ever seen it. I've never misunderstood the point of an advert more. Like, So, the way to become, you know, the way to carry out the, the mission statement of One Vision by Queen was apparently just buying Coca-Cola. <laughs> and it ends with a knowing nod between an orc and the person playing as said orc. And it's the weirdest advert I think I've ever seen. And you won't find a bigger Coke apologist than me. I'd fucking guzz that shit morning din- dinner if I could, but it is just the worst. But then, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> you told me about that advert, and I was like, there's no way this can be that bad. And then it ended, I was like, well, that's set the fucking tone. <laughs> 
if you if you're aiming lower than the Kylie Jenner Pepsi advert, because <laughs> this only implied she could stop a small scale uprising. Yeah, this declared world peace was achievable in their lifetime through the power of Coca-Cola, <laughs> and not just through our lives, but through the digital space as well. But then maybe on, I, I knew that was coming. Mm. Didn't expect <laughs> the graphic design like expert for Venom, and it shows you all these statues of Venom and Carnage, and then it's like, and also this Kia <laughs> made no fucking sense at all. They were trying to find a, a like a meeting point between these two very disparate ideas of car design and designing Carnage, and like they're talking about oh, it's all about smooth elements and taking stuff from nature and all this big I was like is it bollock is a big pile of red goop <laughs> you couldn't have picked a weirder movie this year to do that advert with except maybe promising young woman <laughs> you know what I mean and like it's all like wholesome Japanese like you know cars or Korean I guess but like it just doesn't mesh with like, <laughs> no. a, a horrible movie monster and you're trying to and like with nice subtle doodly 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 piano music playing over it with looking at fucking carnage going ah <laughs> oh we have to look at the way that light bears it's like it's fucking carnage okay they could have used a car pun and they didn't no so they took the high road I guess maximum carnage it's right there and they didn't do that <laughs> Okay. We have to talk about the film now, don't we? Do, we do, we've run it. Uh, oh, can you imagine, right, first of all, <laughs> Venom. <laughs> now, I think I liked the first movie slightly more than you did. Yeah, probably. In the... It, I think you saw it, it had, at the very least, public appeal. Yeah, it kind of... <laughs> Like, like, if a, like the exercise of writing the Venom movie without the presence of Spider-Man, it succeeded in that it turned something in. It was like a juggernaut going downhill, hmm. like a, like a car that's left its handbrake off, but somehow still parked in a nice bay. Like it was, <laughs> there, nothing should have landed that plane, but it still was. It was like a Mr. Magoo cartoon. <laughs> exactly, like it was this close to being terrible, but it, it was just weird enough to just about pull it off. And it turned out that we should have left it there. Yep. Because just the small grain of sand they put in, because it's not much different, tonally speaking, looks-wise, or anything. Look, they're not doing anything different here, but, oh, my God, does it not work a second time? <laughs> they've kind of... I think they've ramped the weirdness up, and it doesn't work. Mm. And it's just... I don't know what the point was. No. <laughs> no, that's bad, but it's like... The film just kind of happens, and even the characters seem confused about it. But, see, there's a real big, like, Achilles heel to all of this that makes it all that much worse, but it is something we definitely have to speak about after the spoilers. Because mm. there's one facet of this movie that actually makes it actively worse in the end. Yes. I'm like, oh, that's a problem now. Mm. But... I mean, okay, let, let, let's let's try and be my damnness. So It's shit, by the way. It, 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 it's dreadful. <laughs> and let me now break it down for you why it is so goddamn dreadful. So, the thing, in the first movie, you had Tom Hardy being relatively normal for some of it and then going mental. Mm. And the novelty of that and the juxtaposition of the two kind of performances worked as well as venom going from like a bit more you know big snarling alien monster thing to being a bit more refined near the end and being a bit funny worked 
The problem is you don't have the juxtaposition in this movie. No, you start out at it's the odd couple, except one of them is a big goo monster. And it's fucking Venom. I'm going to be swearing. I can't get away from the fact that this is Venom. Yeah. This is the Venom we're going to be getting for a while, right? And in still... I know he didn't go well in Spider-Man 3, right? But this is one of the biggest Spider-Man villains, right? And to make it so totally different from anything else we've ever seen with Venom, Mm -hmm. for the sake of it being funny, would only make sense... If the jokes were landing. Yes. No, they're not. They're not landing. <laughs> not even once. Not one. <laughs> I, me and you, I don't think there was a point, and there was a lot of points, where I think the people around us were having a nice time. Right? Me and you were not part of that experience. We were having fun times, just at different times to when everybody else was having the fun time. Yeah, it's, it's a different noise we were making as well. It wasn't ha 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 ha. It was, oh, oh no. God. <laughs> Okay, Spider-Man's only a few months away. It's fine. Uh, it's fine. It'll be oh, we've, soon. oh, we've still got the Eternals yet. Oh, Interesting and a mess. The two <laughs> words I've heard bandied about this morning. That's what I wanted, though. It's looking positive. There's five Marvel movies out this year and only one of them's getting on the list. Oh, we should mention, we're not getting as many as we thought next year. Yeah, bumped a lot back. of them. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse Madness is out when I'm on honeymoon. <laughs> no. <laughs> you see it over there. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Is that a honeymoon thing to do? I mean, she married you. She knows what you're like now, so you know. Good point, Michael. Yeah. Um, okay, so if the jokes were landing, it'd be fine. I wouldn't still be massive favour of it, but I could at least see what like, right, it's working. Hmm. But now we're just tied to this version of Venom and they don't do anything to revert him back to more of his animalistic side or, nope. or anything like that. They double down on the goofiness. Yep. Venom is now... The thing is, here's, I was about to say Venom is now an Owen Wilson character, but Owen Wilson's in a Marvel project <laughs> and he ain't that. So I don't know what the fuck's that. It feels like he was separately handled by Illumination Studios. Right? <laughs> It just doesn't. It feels like you could pop up in the Secret Life of Pets and nothing would be out of place. Well, you could say, well, they had to do that because he's the protagonist. But again, I would go back to the point I was made of, like, well, don't make him the protagonist then. He was never meant to be the protagonist. No, he's a dark reflection of Spider-Man. Yeah, the only reason he got a a solo run to begin with was he met Spider-Man first. Like, I know Ah. he's a protagonist sometimes in the comic books because he was so overwhelmingly popular they had no choice but to basically... I mean, it's the entire reason they invented Carnage, so they could have another bad symbiote and then kind of make Venom an anti-hero. Mm. He's a lethal protector. <laughs> Please keep that in mind. Um, so, it doesn't work. You yeah. don't have that nice juxtaposition, and it just wears really thin, or at least it did for me, yep. over the course of this runtime. And I that ju- <sighs> There are so many scenes, and we're going to talk about them, where they shove Venom down your throat, mm. and it doesn't fucking land at all if anything i come out of this film hating venom and more i will say this isn't my least favorite movie of the year i've seen so far that is charitable i am this close to putting it there you have clearly not sat through the melissa mccarthy and octavia spencer uh oh, comedy Force. of thunder force I have. I, That's worse. I sat through Nomadland. Actually, you did as well. So. I got... That's after like 45%, 50%. Please tell me that's on your worst list, though. Well, I didn't finish it, so I didn't really uh, feel like I counted. But, it don't uh, get better, so... I'll put it this way. It's not much of a spoiler. Let me look at the list. Yep. It's, it's not at the bottom. 
because of things such as uh, <laughs> Thunder Force. Thunder Force. Yeah. You know what? I have seen one, two, three, four, five, six movies that I've cared less for than this this year. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, I know. But like they were the complete absence of anything good. I'm not saying there's anything good here, but the bad was we had a good time watching it. It has that fantastic kind of, you know. It doesn't have. Uh, it, I tell you what, it lacks. It lacks a covert. It, it lacks, does. It lacks a singular moment where the film just snaps in two. I'll give you that. But all that said, it does have by far the worst scene of the year. Oh yeah, by a, <laughs> scenes plural. <laughs> one in particular that. So misses the mark. Yep. I think I know which one you're on about. Is it, it was... Woke Venom? <laughs> I'll be honest, that wasn't my first thought. That was about my fourth or fifth. <laughs> oh no, Woke Venom. We'll get to him in a bit. Yep. But uh, to put it into context, right? Imagine, we're all hyped for the next Insomniac game. We are. Which Can has you... Venom in it. Could you imagine if this was the Venom we were getting? Oh, and God. not big, scary, terrifying, yeah. dark reflection of Spider-Man Venom yeah. we were getting. All the power, no, none of the responsibility. Yeah. That's we the point. Getting, we were getting this, this yeah. thing. All that being said... This fucking woke licorice, man. Yeah. <laughs> All that being said... Still better handled than Carnage was. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Like, if the wig from the end of the first movie didn't give you an indication as to where this character was going. Uh, well, I'll put it this way. It starts with Woody Harrison being dubbed over a 20-year-old. And it gets all downhill from there. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. They don't even try and make him sound young. It's just 65-year-old no. Woody Harrelson's voice coming out of a 20-year-old. It's the least convincing dubbing in the movie, bearing in mind that two of the main characters are CGI. And it just doesn't recover from there. So, instead of oh. making Cletus Catacity... Serial murder, scary. Yep. They make him like a tortured poet mm. with dramatically bad outcomes. <laughs> <laughs> Who's apparently must have like spent a long time on death row because he's had time to read and quote a bunch of different works. And they just drop this shit in. Yeah. To make him seem like, is, is that how they're going to give us depth in an 88-minute movie? Like, well, we haven't really got time to do a character study on Cletus Cassidy. So we'll just make him quote poetry, I guess, <laughs> and Shakespeare. Like, cool. Oh, God. Yeah. That, I think that's the closest it came to uh, we've sent the thing on many covert operations. Which was... Something wicked this way comes. Fuck Which me. is the thing he says as he turns into Carnage for the first time. Yeah. And again, it's like... Well, that's our carnage now. Yeah. I actually think, one of the few positives, I think design-wise, he actually looked pretty good. It worked. It misses a critical thing of he's bigger than Venom. Yeah. Which he shouldn't be. I mean, again, I guess if you're not comic book nerds like we are, and you're not tied to the source material, which clearly they're fucking not, <laughs> then you would make him bigger because then he's not as easy, a, you know, identifiable as a threat. Mm. But he's like nine foot tall in this, whereas <laughs> carnage has always been like, like same height as Spider-Man mm. Venom usually tails over both of them he's just better also do you remember when Carnage was scary because this film doesn't there's a scene there's like a few seconds where like it's just a it's trying to do one of those like delayed uh, jump scare things yes so it's like a like he's kicked fuck out of a room mm. and there's all smoke billowing out and there's people pointing guns because that'll help um, and then Carnage appears but they they don't. They don't commit to having a jump scare. No, like 
they telegraph like she's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you see his silhouette about three times before he goes. Rah! If they'd just done that straight away, I'd have been like, okay, at least make him look like a monster. Because that's like his entire point of being. Yeah, Carnage is not an in-depth character. His point is he's one of the like literally the most scary villain in the the MCU. Not necessarily the strongest, not the smartest, but just outright terrifying. That's yeah. what he's meant to he's, be. He's supposed to be just in unhinged yeah. monster, supreme power, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know, what if a serial killer got superpowers? Like, yeah, that's what he's meant to be. Yeah. I, I, I found a video of... You remember at the end of the Spider-Man 1 game on on PS1? Yes, when you, Doc Ock became... Yeah, and that Carnage. noise, I heard it, and it, what could be described as a Vietnam flashback? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right here, right at the back uh-huh. of the house. Like, oh, the fear. And that was that a PlayStation movie. 1 game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not this. Nope. And so Woody Housen just doesn't work like Woody Harrelson's a good actor and I feel like in the hands of a better script or a better director or whatever this could have worked he's managed to turn good performances on not great scripts look at Zombieland 2 mm. like a perfectly crumbulent movie there's he, a Simpsons quote apparently he had depth in the fucking Hunger Games for God's sake mm. and he's just not here because they basically just want him to be basically the same as, as Eddie Brock in this yeah. it's kind of playing for laughs not as frequently as Tom Hardy's going for it but that's still the major component of the character. And it just misses so many things. There's one again we'll have to speak about at the end because it, it after spoiler warning, because mm. it kind of plays into the ending of just a vital misunderstanding of the of the character of Carnage. But right, let's see we get elsewhere, because I'm just gonna get more wound up the more I talk about <laughs> it. Uh, I should point out this film was written by professional screenwriters. And Tom Hardy. And Tom Hardy. <laughs> and that is the most unbelievable thing that happens in this movie. Well that Tom Hardy wrote something. Well no, the professionals wrote this. Oh, right, okay. Actual people were paid to write this script. Yeah. No one felt the need to step in and go, no. (laughs) Please stop, stop, he's already dead. Start again, shall we? (laughs) Um, Because, again, the jokes don't land. You're not scared of Cletus Cassidy. You don't really believe any of the love interests that are going on. You don't like Venom. You don't like Venom. And I just don't get... There's one reason for this film feeling as rushed as it is, both in terms of the quick turnaround, relatively quick turnaround from 2018, mm. the... And the, the pace of the movie is way off. It's an 80-minute movie, well, a 90-minute movie. That <laughs> feels like it's trying to go over things that happen in a two-hour movie. <laughs> and even Tom, there's a bit, like, quite early on where, where um, Eddie Brock goes as he can't, Carnage, mm. he's not Carnage yet, you know what I mean. Um, and literally his first line of that scene is, why am I here? And I'm like, you know what, Tom, I'm asking the yep. same fucking questions. But this is the other problem. It's like, because it doesn't have characters that have any real depth past the kind of slapstick humour and one or two bullet points, it means you don't get drawn into the story. So it, it, as much as it is pretty much, if you, I think if you're it, it's going at a pretty brisk speed in terms of mm. this happened, this happened, this happened, but it still feels like, Dragged out because at no point are you absorbed into the movie and really engaging with the narrative to be really mm. fucking poncy about it. It's more memorable than Venom One, but that's because it's way worse in every yeah. single capacity. Do you remember, like in Venom One, a film I didn't like, and there was like an upward trajectory of how involved in his life Venom was until yes. that like early bike chase scene. Yes. Um. Obviously, you you started in media res here because you know ah oh, Venom's here, cool, yeah, right, yeah. straight away. Um, there's one fight in this film. One, count them. Oh my god! There's only one. 
one fight. That hadn't even occurred to me. It's building to a climax that sucks. It's the, the reason that there's no steam behind it because there's no fucking steam to be had. There's no power being generated. The, there was a slow creep of things happening mm. in Venom 1. And I can't believe I'm giving Venom 1 praise. But like, this stuff... Like, talk about a fucking flat line of a film. It starts here and it finishes here and that's it. I, I hadn't even occurred to me that there's only one fight. One. And But but that's okay if it's a narrative character-driven story. <laughs> that's better, if anything. Leave all the fighting, you know, the big popcorn stuff to the end. If you're really going to dig into these... Two people living with bad aliens inside them and the different ways they interact with them. But then they fucking do that. <laughs> it's too busy doing... Right. Oh, right. So it's trying to be a romantic comedy, mm. a quasi-detective film. Yep. Uh, I guess it's also trying to be kind of like a little bit like a making a murderer kind of thing. Yep. You get a lot of Cletus Cassidy reasoning for his bullshit. Mm. And then it's trying to be a superhero film. On top of all that. It's doing neither of them very well. It's because, in all honesty, there are six principal characters. Yep. And the seventh most important character in this film is... Remember the Chinese clerk woman from the first movie? She gets really high billing on this film. She's the seventh most important person in this (laughs) film. Because you've got Tom Hardy's ex, who... Who was she-venom for like ten seconds in the last film, and she's back. For with her partner, yeah, who has single-handedly the worst line of this year. <laughs> Fuck me, like something wicked this way comes is the worst moment. But uh, oh Jesus, fucks. yeah, so, yeah. I mean, uh, go ahead, Michael. Please retell the story. Can, can, can we? Is that an... you know what? Then we've got two more characters to get yeah. through. I'm going to give a spoiler because yeah, we cool. need to get going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Shriek's in this. Yep, um, sure is Shriek, isn't it? I mean, it's... I always remember Shriek having a symbiote. No, I think that's from the Spider-Man ride. Is that what that? <laughs> I think that's what that's from, um, because I too was like, yeah. "Well, she's gonna get it." It's a symbiote, yeah. But it hadn't even occurred to me how like this was never going to work. Her powers are literally sound-based. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the only two things that symbiotes can't yeah. tackle. Yeah, new rock stars had to remind me. No, it she's supposed to look like that, and I'm like, "Well, where's her symbiote?" I know, right. So God, Universal uh, Studios ruining us for a change. Uh, who knew? Yeah. Uh, and then Stephen Graham's here for some reason. People have discovered that, like, it feels like every filmmaker in the world watched This Is England and wanted to cast him. Yes. Without realizing he can't do an American accent. Not really. Not only are they different characters, Stephen Graham and Stephen Graham's American accent, they're not even in the same film. And he has a terrible line at the end. Oh, God, no. You just reminded me. Also, a key plot point in this movie is the fact that he's half deaf, I guess. But even that hadn't occurred to me. Like, he's basically, they set up in the first five minutes, Shriek tries to escape from prison, and Stephen Graham shoots her in the face. That's why one of her eyes is muffed up. Mm. And he's, like, partially deaf in one ear because she goes, at him. That didn't even occur to me until about an hour into this 90-minute movie. Oh, that's who he's meant to be. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and again, he's one of only six characters. It's hard for him to get lost in the narrative this hard, and yet here we are. Oh. It was awful. Don't go watch it. Spoiler alert. Here, here we, we go. fucking go. Okay, are we going from the top, or what's, what's I mean, the plan just, just I mean, start throwing things. Let's just, let's just chuck it all in a bin so we can burn it. <laughs> 
That's just well, first of all the lethal protector thing. So. Okay, the whole like the thing of the the whole reason that Venom is is now leading a franchise. Yes, with the lethal protector, which yes was the name of a Venom run. We are aware of this. But Venom just wants to eat people. Mm. That is not a protector. Like, oh, no. I'm only eating bad guys. It's like, you were shown trying to eat the policeman in minute two of the movie. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't like it. And I don't get it. So, from what I can discern, the reason they were going over the board with Venom constantly saying the phrase, lethal protector, mm. was because it is the phrase that ultimately unites him and Eddie Brock against Carnage at the end, mm. is that Eddie Brock agrees for them to be a lethal protector. And it is the most ham-fisted thing in this pretty much entirely ham-fisted movie. Yep. Like, we're already watching Daredevil at the minute. They're not saying every five seconds, he's the man without fear. He's the man without fear. Have you seen <laughs> the man without fear? Oh, look, it's the man without fear. They're not doing that because it's got much, much, much better writing. But in this one, because it's made for idiots, they have to keep beating you over the head with it. But I don't know why. It's not like it's a cool phrase for him. It's also no great revelation. No. Like, it's not like, oh, at the end they finally, you know, re- reunite and it's a whole thing. The scene where they reunite is, is done as a big fucking joke. Like it's it takes place in an alley. We get a couple, another ten seconds of she venom. They have a fucking paddy, and that's it. They're back together. They're venom again. What a load of shit. Um, are we talk, are we going to talk about? Okay, one thing I will give it. One thing. Okay. The Eddie Eddie's flat, mm. where it shows previous signs of damage from the last time he got thrown around the ceiling by venom. Mm-hmm. That can be commended because that's consistent set design. That's all that's good to be said about this movie, other than it was 90 minutes and I could get on with stuff afterwards. Yeah, we, we could very much get on with the rest of our day, frankly, which was nice. But, but yeah. so, my biggest gripe, mm. one of one of them, one of them, <laughs> is there's a part where basically him and Eddie are quarrelling because that's the only thing they know how to do with these characters to cause any amount of strife. Mm. So then they split apart, and Venom basically jumps from host to host and all this stuff. And there's a scene, a baffling and bewildering scene <sighs> in a nightclub. Yep. Where We're here now. Venom says, Venom basically walks through, and because it's like a carnival type of thing, no one is paying attention to the eight-foot black goo monster that's walking around with them, and they're all just, cool costume, bro. Mm. Uh, I mean, there are advances in cosplay, I guess, but come on. So he walks all the way to the front and he gets a microphone and he says, amongst other things, I'm not going to recap the whole thing, he's out of the Eddie closet, mm-hmm. just in case they weren't hitting you with this metaphor subtly enough. Nope. You know, really going to have to hammer this on because you might not pick up on it. It's, it's very well written. It's all in the <laughs> subtext. Um, he's out of the Eddie closet. Um, people are too quick to judge things they don't understand. We're not aliens. We need to be accepted for who we are. And then he gets like a big cheer and he's like, oh, yeah. and he's also got glow sticks around his neck, I should point out yep. as well. Yep. So Venom's woke. Yep. But like accidentally, because clearly he doesn't know what he's actually talking about and they're all taking it out of context. But like, where was this going? <laughs> I, I, this is not but, what we meant by we mean more representation and dis- discourse no. about alienating and, certain and, and yet people. somehow and oh. I don't know how it's done this it's still better than what they could have been because I thought he was going to rap I genuinely yeah, thought, I was like <laughs> no please don't I don't want to go to Venom 
<laughs> I thought it was coming. I thought it was coming. The thing is, I don't respect the movie enough to even say, of course it wouldn't do that. I was just going, okay, here it fucking comes. I'm going to have to live with this in my life. And that, for me, is the worst scene. Because it is so tone deaf. It's as subtle as a sledgehammer. And it doesn't, like... It... <laughs> you're, saying it's, you're saying it's worse than fucking Carnage spinning like the Tasmanian devil. Oh, I did forget about the Carnage tornado. <laughs> but the Carnage tornado happens in the middle of what is one of Carnage's only good scenes. Where mm. it's just him and his wrecking house. That's what I signed up for. <laughs> the fact he does a Sonic in the middle of it, it doesn't make any goddamn he sense. Does, he does that. He does He does his fucking Crash Bandicoot spin. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then he immediately finishes it off with the misquoting Johnny Cash, which was like, oh, oh yeah. Warden, you taste like ham. But like, I turned to you at this point and went, just another 90 minutes to go, lad. I kept kept hearing the show like, it's okay, Spider-Man suit, Spider-Man suit. (laughs) Oh, little did we know what we were asking for. Um, (laughs) So, where was I going with this? So, it's so out of context, and it's just, it's so, like, trying to bait that to get, like, a positive response from, like, left-wingers, I guess. Uh, I I guess? Who was the audience for that scene? I don't know. Sure as shit in the idiots that like Venom. No! (laughs) (laughs) It's the most baffling thing in the entire movie that involves space aliens fighting each other. Oh, hmm. Okay, so, well, you... Let's talk about the last scene. Okay. Because then we have to get to the post-credits. And... So the whole fucking movie, yep. they're, they're leading up. So so Cleus Cassidy's basically written down in verse that he wants to marry this person that he lived next door to in St. Estes, which I quickly pointed out just says, Satestes. <laughs> it does say that. <laughs> oh, it was, it was off to a... Fucking flying start from there. I'm surprised they didn't reference it, to be honest, mm. this movie. I'm surprised there wasn't a point where he says, is it the therapist or the rapist? Mm. Yeah. And <laughs> all the subtlety that comes with that. You know what I mean? I wouldn't put it past them. Uh, but, so... So the whole thing... There's an awful scene, by the way, where... Which it, one? Ven- <laughs> Venom decides that he's also the world's greatest detective. It's just before he splits off from Oh, yeah. And like, oh, I've got this incredible memory and I committed everything that was in Carnage's cell to memory and now I'm going to write it in my own body, I guess. And that's how you solve a murder. I thought you were talking about Carnage accessing the internet. (laughs) They did that in the books. Yeah, apparently that is something that he can do. So, all right. (laughs) It was the dumbest thing. It was the dumbest thing. But it's canon. And at this point, I'll take what I can get. It happened. (laughs) They committed it to fucking film. Um, so so they do the, so that fucking dumb scene where it's like, I here's the, the outline of the thing. So the whole point of Carnage is that he's supposed to be this poetic genius madman psychopath. Yep, apparently. And his whole thing was, I'm going to marry, the, marry Shriek, basically. Mm. And it's going to be in this precise location that I could see from my cell mm. at the place. Which is like... Obviously, like they telegraph it in minute three, yeah, 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 and it it goes exactly where you think. There's a big fight in a cathedral where they wreck a cathedral, yeah, and that's it. It's not it though, is it? No, because this is a microcosm. Everything wrong with this movie. Oh. So, first of all, the only thing they don't—they beat you over the head with the lethal protector thing. Yep. This is second only to them saying um, the only way to defeat symbiotes is fire and sound. <laughs> Oh, and Take it away. everyone's favourite character, Dan's back. Oh, God. New lover of uh, 
Eddie Brock's his ex. Yeah. I don't remember what her name is. So, so this fucking guy, this fucking guy comes out of nowhere, <laughs> kicks our ass. I wish I was watching Kick-Ass. That would be so much Oh, better. so much better. <sighs> okay. So, the way that you damage a symbiote, fire and sound. Makes sense. It was exactly the same in the first movie. Mm-hmm. There is a scene. So Carnage has just kicked fuck out of Venom. He's yep. on the floor. He's still Venomized. He's not Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, fire comes pouring down from above. Yeah. And the greatest fucking line of the year goes to Dan with, ha ha ha, fire and sound, except without the sound. Oh. <laughs> and that somehow... An equally cringy line to something wicked <laughs> this way comes. <laughs> we don't talk about the dumb way that he gets carnage as well. Like he just Oh yeah, he, he just, just bites him and he has a him. nibble. Yeah. And then you see like the blood like vent I've tasted blood before and that's not blood. <laughs> <laughs> There's just way too many symbiotes in your blood. <laughs> So they don't mention how, like, you know, can that happen to anybody? If we all just get some venom blood, are we going to mm. become carnage or whatever? What happens with venom jizz? <laughs> 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 no. That's how you get anti-venom. <laughs> He's white. It is um, painfully so. So Maybe even more so than me and you. There's also a part where Stephen Graham gets beat to shit and he's lying on the roof and you think he's dead, but he's mm. not. And the last thing we see of him is eyes glowing blue mm. and saying, Monsters! So apparently he might become toxin. Yep. Not toxin. Yeah, is toxin. He toxin? Yeah, toxin. Toxin. So he's going to be another bloody symbiote. Because we've had Riot. Shriek didn't get hers because the ride lied to us. No. Nope. We've had Carnage. We haven't had Toxin yet. So I've just remembered. <laughs> Basically, when so when he initially gets Carnage and breaks out of prison, um, Cletus Cassidy goes through what can only be described as Peter Parker in Spider-Man 3 syndrome, where he just starts oh, dressing God. like that. This, this, he's in prison clothes the entire like first 20 yeah. minutes, and then he shows up after stealing a car, and all of a sudden he's a pimp. Yeah, and it's, basically. It's the most... And the way that Woody Harrelson has like, characterised Carnage, like his physicality, he looks fucking mental, <laughs> but not in a like no. actual... like. Mental patient way. He just looks crazy. I thought any minute now he's going to start pulling his hair down and going, oh, and putting eyeliner on and giving finger guns. <laughs> like, here we go. So, the, the, okay. D- d- oh, and Carnage oh. can hack cars. And yes, Carnage he can. can hack the internet. Didn't you know? And oh. tornadoes and everything. So, he's just he's a multitude of things. I was almost certain that Carnage didn't talk. Like, in other media, I'm fairly certain Carnage doesn't talk. He's just crazy noises, ah. animalistic. He certainly was like that in the PS1 game. And yeah. that's my... Well, I'm trying to think of... Well, because it's the thing. This is their first time with Carnage. Yep. And unfortunately, it's our last time. Because <laughs> they fucking eat him and then bite the head off to his disgusting. So Carnage is gone. He's done. One and done for Carnage. Yep. The only real A-level... Well, yeah, A-tier Spider-Man villain we had left. Yep. And we spunked him in one shite film and that's it now. <laughs> hey, Morbius is still alive. Oh, f- <laughs> so I mean, they just... showed that trailer again, and uh, <sighs> still can't tell you who asked for that. Again, the vulture's meant to be I, in that. I'm getting a Craven the Hunter movie, okay? Like, I still don't agree that it should happen, but I'm getting one. Because I I'll... don't agree it should be Aaron Taylor Johnson. No, 
But he shouldn't That's be. That's a weird choice. Idiot. I, I like him in most things he's in. He's yeah. usually a hallmark for like good quality. But yeah, but like you had the oh, cast know, of the Americans. Yeah. Right there. Right there. You had Gerard Butler. I say, right there. <laughs> I say he's a hallmark for good stuff. He was definitely in the worst Avengers movie. Yep. And he was also in the worst Godzilla movie. So maybe he's not. Uh oh. The fact that you think that that is the. We're not having this discussion. <laughs> Miles better than that. We'll first do film. that pitch one we day. That's a threat. <laughs> he was in both of those with Elizabeth Olsen, so maybe it's just a pair of them together mm. and throws the axis off. Because yeah. otherwise he's in Kick Ass and we like Kick Ass. Yeah. So, the fundamental thing that's wrong with the last scene. Yeah, I think this is the last thing we need to talk about before we get to the post credits and the, and the <sighs> true horrible ramifications of that. <sighs> the entire anyway. in the comic books, yeah, Venom and Eddie Brock are always saying "we" yep. because they are two separate entities embodying the same body. Part of the reason that Carnage is stronger than Spider-Man and Venom is that Cletus completely gives over to Carnage and doesn't even because he gets all the power and he's happy about that. Mm-hmm. And they say, "I." The way they defeat Carnage in the end is because Carnage is threatening to kill Shriek, which, to be fair, from his point of view, does make sense. Yep. He makes a lot of noise, and that's one of the two things. And so it, you, you see that's a bit happened. Eddie Brock's trying to... No, sorry, um, Cletus Cast is trying to get out of Carnage. and going, no, don't kill her. Um, and then... so Eddie's <laughs> With getting, all the convincing nature of that exactly exact that, read. That was, that, was, that was actually audio from the film. Yep. Um, so Venom is, like, buggered. And Eddie Brock has to give him the speech, the rah-rah speech to get up. And he points out, like, look, we're we're together, we're one, you know. We only work together. Um, you know, you've been on all these different people and it didn't work. We work together and we can be a team and we need to be a team to take him down because they're not... You just, you just reminded me of another terrible scene for this movie. Go on. It's the So, I think people, people found the bit where he was in Mrs. Chen funny. Whatever. Mm. Oh, yeah. There is a scene where he stumbles in in the form of a drunk guy, mm. and she recognises him. Yeah. This is just like Venom is cradling this fucking drunk guy. He's got chocolate. Yeah. Oh, God. So. And the chickens are just fucking stupid. Oh yes, yeah, Sonny and Sherry didn't even mention the chickens. Oh yeah, that had that had a full emotional goodbye scene mm. that I'm sure was hysterical. He said as the tumbleweed rolls by. And all, so all of it builds to like just a misunderstanding of the characters that mm-hmm. like this is literally the opposite of what the dynamic is meant to be. And yeah. I, I can say that sometimes you shouldn't be tied too much to comic book lore. If it serves as a better story to make changes, then fair enough. This is not a better story. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this is a much, much worse story. When you're not even in the conversation for being a better Venom movie than Spider-Man 3 was, <laughs> something has gone horrifically wrong. Yeah, Spider-Man 3 had Sandman, and that bit was good. It did. <laughs> Speaking of Spider-Man, when you sent me that review... Yep. Verbatim, it said, this is 88 minutes of the most god-awful <laughs> dialogue, character motivation and CGI you will ever slog through. True. True. Followed by the two greatest minutes of post-credit um, corporate synergy you will ever see. Yeah. And I don't know why I was excited to see it, knowing that it was going to make an attack, a, a bad movie. Yep. Actively worse yep. by attaching it very strongly to a to thing a we good like. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> so if you haven't seen it, please do jump off now. But if you manage to avoid spoilers, fair enough. Yep. In the end, mm. they're lying. Oh, oh yeah. So they they run away to um, 
where the fuck Mexico, are they? I guess, because they're watching like Mexican soap operas. It could be anywhere. It could be Aruba, Jamaica. Oh, I want to take you, etc. Um, a warm place with sand. Yes. They're lying on this bed, and Venom basically says that he has access to the the symbiote hive mind of millions of years worth of information across universes. Now, if they're ever going to do a Venom free, maybe going into the whole Clintar thing and into Null and all that stuff. Oh yeah, if they do like from the from the big crossover. But yeah, but they didn't. This movie couldn't that. handle Carnage. <laughs> Carnage is one of the most simple but effective characters in things. <laughs> To have to balance the... He's Venom, but red and somehow less morals. It's not hard. To have to pull the Clintar and Null <laughs> and all that cosmic bollocks? Not a hope. Basically, he offers Eddie Brock the chance to see just a fraction of some of this knowledge, mm. saying it'll melt your tiny brain. All of a sudden, he's about to do this, and there's a big wobble, wobble, wobble. Um, and he goes, whoa, what the hell? And Venom's like, that wasn't me. It's just incredible coincidence. And on the screen is J. Jonah Jameson from the end of No Way Home doing the thing of like uh, just a mass Spider Man to be no. Peter Parker and Venom, and then Tom Holland appears looking all, what the hell? Why am I doing this shit? Uh, and Venom goes, ooh. And I th- he says something, I can't remember his, and then he licks the screen and then fades black. So Venom. <laughs> And Venom, let there be carnage. <laughs> Technically speaking, it's MCU canon. Oh, God, don't it's, say it's that It's wibbly-wobbly time don't stuff. Don't say that loud. It's from different timelines. Yeah. But technically speaking, on a rewatch of the MCU, to understand everything... You've got to watch them. You've got to watch the Venom movie. Uh... <laughs> I haven't had the heart to tell, Rachel, that yet. No, no, no. Although, if, 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 if Spider-Man... No Way Home is doing what it needs to do. You also have to watch Spider-Man 1 through 3 and The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. All of which are better movies. Than oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or wait, Amazing Spider-Man 2. No, it? better than this. It's I'm saying it. Longer. It's better than this. <laughs> it's longer. It tries harder, but it has two people I like in it. Mm, true. Okay. We have to spite. Also, it has the most brutal fucking killing of Gwen Stacy, which is worth everything. That it does. <laughs> that it does. I forgot about that. So, we'll have to see what the ramification for this are in Spider-Man. It's partly why I think it's 80 minutes long. They knew they had to shit this out in order to get the cameo set up for Spider-Man. So, does that mean... Do I have to see him again this year? I don't want to see him again this year. this is the thing. If it's a fun cameo, it's a fun cameo. If it lasts 10 seconds, we go, oh, look, it's Venom, and fucking Tobey Maguire shits himself, Hmm. then fair enough, that's fine. If he plays a big part in this, mm. as big as Tobey Maguire and um, Andrew Garfield are, and there has been a picture of Tom Hardy in a Far From Home... Uh, wait, No Way Home? Far from no home. Way Home. No Way Home yeah. hat. So he was clearly there for longer than just like you know a cup of coffee. Yep. So if it's anything other than just a quick cameo, that's really bad. Because that means that Kevin Feige watched this yep. and was like, sure, yep, let's <laughs> include this. Retroactively, let's include these ramshackle <laughs> kind of just about works movie and an abhorrent piece of shit <laughs> and make that does that then make it the worst movie in the MCU yes by proxy it does uh, it's not worse than Captain Marvel okay Captain Marvel was a competently made movie but it's bloody boring on yes but, yes but, is this worse okay, than Thor the Dark okay. World or Iron Man yes. 3 oh, okay you've got me there with Iron Man 3 is it 
I'm not saying I'm not saying there's a lot in this. <laughs> I would watch this again, provided there was enough alcohol. Yeah. And you can't make me watch Iron Man three again. <laughs> it ain't happening. You can't make me. No one can make me. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we were all excited. This is a prospect of like, oh, the crossover. They've been but... fucking threatening with this with us for years, and not only did they do that, like. T- the day before we recorded this, Tom Holland basically came out of his view and said, yeah, the Homecoming trilogy's done now. That's it. Now, ba 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 This actually leads me to be more confident about at least Tom Holland moving forward. Right. The man loves playing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Still in his youth and still getting lots of other acting jobs. It's not like it's impeded him like it has other people from True. getting other jobs. He's going to be in Uncharted next year. He was in The Devil all the time. He's getting good money. And I mean, now he can renegotiate his contract... And him saying, I don't know, just means that money goes up a bit more. Mm. I don't think at the 11th hour, of, if they're potentially wrapping up the Spider-Man stuff, they would then allow this to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. must mean that the ties between them and Sony, particularly because we know that Vulture's going to be Morbius, if we, those ties are that strong. Are they really just about to break off now? Well, here's my theory. Oh, I think Toby and Andrew are back, back. Back, back? Back, back. You crazy motherfucker. I think, and I could be wrong, Mm. I think Morbius is in the Raimi-verse. Okay. The Spider-Man that you see sprayed, because the trailer played before this film, and the Spider-Man that you see sprayed on the wall, it Mm. might be the game one, but I think it's a bit of a red herring. Mm Mm-hmm. Vulture's in there, who was meant to be in Spider-Man 4. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure they were thinking about doing Morbius, the living vampire, for oh, Spider-Man yeah. 4 or 5. Or they were banging about that and Man-Wolf and all sorts. All so. sorts of crazy shit. Oh, that's a good shout. So if he's back-back, and Andrew's back-back, there's nothing to say that Venom doesn't get kicked into the Andrew Garfield universe during Multiverse, during No Way Home. And then they each get a new movie each, giving Tom Holland time to renegotiate the contracts, do another Avengers film, and then see where we are. I really like that, with all of its narrative potential, but my only worry there is that it's the same reason I'm worried about them if they were going to bring the X-Men wholesale through some wankery into the... Those are both tainted trilogies. And I know some amount of the Marvel magic being sprinkled on will help. Mm. But I think... One of them ain't even a trilogy. True. (laughs) If they're going to lose people, it's by doing stuff like this, Mm. of trying to tie too much into it. So as meta as that would be, and as much as I'd love to see my Spider-Man back and see Toby do it again, I, I don't know. That's a hell of a shout, though. We'll have to. I mean, we're going to get the answer sooner rather than later. We are. We December, are. Presumably. Yeah, we're less than two months. Something like that. Yeah, it's it's, it's fucking Halloween in like two weeks. Ten so. weeks, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. So <sighs> we're not far away from finding this out. No. Nope. Hell, we might be like three weeks away from mutants maybe joining the uh, the MCU party. We don't know. It looks like someone's joining the MCU party. Oh yeah, had that spot. Thank so- you. <laughs> someone's Thanks, here. Twitter. Thanks, Stan's. Um, <laughs> you got it ruined by Twitter and I got it ruined by Facebook. Oh, <laughs> of Jesus. all the fucking things. Thanks. Did you know? This is a complete side. I, ne- I don't know why it never occurred to me. Do you know how people can be stands? Yes. That's from the Eminem song Stan. Yeah. And that had never occurred to me. Really? I thought they were just dropping the D from stand and like I oh. stand with them. Oh. Not that they were 
stands. Mm. And again, it shows a fundamental lack of understanding for the song Stan. Mm. But um, yeah. <laughs> there we are. Um, that was a ve- that time to back in. It's Eminem talk again. It's fine. Yeah. So, where was where was Cottage? Cottage of Venom. <laughs> That's Metallica. Is it because there's just not enough rhyming for Carnage? Is that what it was? Carnage Barnage. <laughs> Schlarnage. No, probably not. What's that for Venom? Lemon? <laughs> they call me Lemon Venom. <laughs> if they'd have closed with that, it would have been a 10 out of 10. <laughs> We're not going to top that. No, nope. <laughs> away. Oh god, what a fucking load of shit! What an awful point <laughs> shot that we now have to include in any MCU rewatch, potentially. Oh. Thanks, Kevin. Cheers, Kev. Fuck, but he's jeopardising his fucking place on Rushmore. If he introduces the mutants in in Eternals, all is forgiven, bro. All is forgiven. <laughs> In the et- you'd rather them not be introduced in a good movie? Oh, no, no, I'm just saying the concept of mutants. Oh, okay. Mutants, mutants can be introduced back in with the emergence of in yeah. the Eternals, of all this life energy, and mm. it just seems they're messing around with genetics. Why else would you do that and then not go, the mutants are here the whole time? Do you think Harry's going to be purple? Who's going to be purple? Harry. Who's Harry? Eros. Oh! No. Do you think they're going to give him, like, the fucking... I think it'll look like, yeah. Yeah. They're gonna... <laughs> Spoilery, stop. Um, if, you can, if you can decipher, do you think Harry will be purple and figure out what we're talking about, then mm. more power to you, but... Yeah, I would say it's a sign of the times. Oh, God, now I've heard... Michael, dirty. stop! I'm sorry. I'm just... Uh, yeah. Well, there's only one direction for this film, isn't there? Straight stop, to the bin. Stop it, you <laughs> bad... But um, I'm just saying, if they've gone through all this effort to reboot the X-Men in the comic books, please let it be the nation of um, Krakoa. Oh my God, that'd be dope. And that Charles has just been hiding it this whole time. And then all all of a sudden, all of them are here immediately. Oh my God. All in aerial. Except Wolverine. Yes. It is vital (laughs) that you don't put Wolverine in the first one. Just as you can't put Doctor Doom in the first Fantastic Four movie, you can't put Wolverine in the first one because you'll give Cyclops no fucking hope again. (laughs) (laughs) We can't have another trilogy of films with no good Cyclops in it. They've got to. They're gonna have to recast him at some point. It's gonna have to happen. Although, do you think they've got him? Do you think they've slipped Hugh a load of money? I don't think everyone else is coming back. He seems pretty happy doing his little tour in one man show. So he's got a cash care with a fucking great show. Yeah, exactly, he? Good, that money. Look. So that's the thing: his money is no object to the man. Mm. I don't know, and he's not going to fight the Hulk anytime soon. I just don't. He kind of had the best send off of any any superhero, and that's the thing, right? This is why I'm putting. If I had choices, I'd put much more of my effort into trying to get Charlie Cox back than I would trying to get Hugh Jackman back. Yeah, for one more nostalgia pop when he did have the perfect ending. I'm not saying that Daredevil didn't because. Fuck me, he does in season three, but I want more. Yeah, but we have gone very far off track with this. Apologies. Um, we will be reviewing Eternals very, very soon. Uh, it is coming out in three weeks. Michael cannot wait. Oh God, um, I'm so worried about that film. Nothing has abated my fear about that film. I thought maybe we'll get to the other side of the premiere, and and then at least all of the fucking normal knob gobbling of the media would be like, "Oh, it's amazing! It's the best one since Endgame." No. Even they don't like it. No, no, but I've seen 
mixed and I mean like not just mixed in like a kind of mid-grand thing but mm. like people saying it's astonishing and unlike anything else we've seen in the MCU and then people saying it's dreadful and unlike anything else we've seen in the MCU yeah it's so, apparently it's two and a half hours of a total law dump and that's it I mean why else would you do the Eternals yeah they're a means to an end to get to other more interesting things <laughs> like no, no one gives a shit about the Eternals up to and including Marvel. So they haven't published an Eternals comic in about 30 years. Yep. No one gives a shit. But they couldn't just hit you with the mutants straight away. They had to buy some time. You think this is entirely to get to the mutants and Galactus? I wouldn't be surprised if them were try- this was them trying to get to an Oscar. Of like going, what if you give it to Chloe Zhao? This one? They couldn't do it with Black Panther at the time that came out. No. Really? Because that is ultimately a popcorn-y movie. This mm. is all gods and theory and philosophy and big ideas. Flying and... around on the world's most overbaked Dorito. It's just going to be a weird film. I'll say all that. Kunan and John is in it, so... Yeah, I mean, that's your market quality. Yeah, there we go. Anyway, <laughs> we will begin to Eternals. We also have Dune slash Dune, which we will decide how we're going to say very soon. Let's call the whole thing up. That could also go... Either way, like that surprised me. I thought people because it's Denis Villeneuve, so like everyone was going to be like, "It's amazing," and that's not but it's happened. Proper dense sci-fi, like, and that's not always. The oh, they hit taste. you with the fucking book. I've heard, like, it's like read the novel. So like, right? Yeah, it's not like fun, campy David Bowie version of June, but hey, no, I'm, I'm okay with that. Um have you seen uh, No Time to Die yet? Of course I haven't. Uh, don't be an I'm, st- I'm still reeling from then. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm like, I have to go back and watch two more movies in Why this not? franchise this year. Hey, Hawkeye looks good. It does look good. Hawkeye looks like it's going to be fun. Yep. Got that going for us. Sure. There you go. Good. Positive note. WandaVision's the best thing they've done this year, and that was in January. But Hawkeye looks good. <laughs> Spider Man soon, Michael. Spider Man soon. It's exactly. gonna happen. There's gonna you'll hear the pop when they when they're all here. Even though I feel like I've seen the film and I haven't seen the film, I just what I want there to be a surprise now because Toby and Garfield aren't a surprise now. Yes. Tobey Maguire is literally out there in parks, just going up to people and going, "Hi, I'm in the new Spider Man film." <laughs> Dude's got no shame. There was a time when it wasn't going to happen. Mm. It's happening. I don't care that it's been spoiled. I'm just happy that it's here. Doc Ock's back. That's all I cared about, oh, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is fine in the world. A spider's on the wall. That's a nice way to end. Hey. Plug away, Michael. You can go and find me on Twitter and Instagram and at that might go. And you can go and find Darren on Twitter and Instagram and at the Goodreads. You can go and find the site on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Good is now Fowley and T. That's F-O-U-L-E-N-T. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you can pick up an RSS feed. Under these name Fowley and T or Fowley and T Podcast, depending on the service you are using. And of course, go to FowleyandTainment.com for more podcasts and more articles from us truly. Recently, we have reviews for Free Guy, which has gone up on the site as well. Yep. Um, a frankly banging what if review and slash uh, pitch episode that we did. Oh, some of our pitches were mm. Mm, tasty. Mm. We did forget to do what if Korg printed uh, enough pamphlets, pamphlets. <laughs> which really was a missed opportunity. Um, yeah, all that coming. We've got June is on the way. Um, Eternals is not that far away. Nope. I was going to watch Jan's family too, but apparently it's shite. So <laughs> it's really bad about gonna, Yeah, going to save my time on that one. Last and night in Soho is a few weeks away. I still haven't seen the Sparks Brothers. And guess who's got 
A PS5! Yay! So we'll, you Thank actually, you, Very. Of all the places. Hey, I was slagging them off literally yesterday saying, why are they playing a Christmas movie? You haven't even been fucking Halloween yet. They can play that shit in July for all I can. <laughs> fucking A. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's on its way. Yep. Uh, I'll finally get to play Spider-Man Moss Perales. <laughs> Thank God. I'll finally not have to deal with the awful loading times on Far Cry 6, mm. which makes me very happy. Yep. And it should arrive just in time for Jurassic World Evolution 2. Nice. Oh, my God. It's going to be a fun old end of the year <laughs> over here on failentertainment.com. Oh, we actually get to talk about the PS5 together. We can. On our end of year roundup. I'm looking forward to it. Where's Venom? That's the question. Where is Venom? On Because you've got six movies you like less than this. Yeah. Six movies? Yeah. I'm struggling to give you two. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot of films. What's going on? Look, it's only the, the you know, it's the, how the standings are at the moment. But right. Like, I've seen a lot of Netflix movies. <laughs> when you've watched um, To All the Boys I Loved Before 3, then you can come and tell me about an absence of movie with anything in the it. The fuck is To All the Boys I Loved Before 3? <laughs> Surely that's To All the Even More Boys I Loved Before. <laughs> it's called PS something, but it's not PS I Love You. I can't remember what it was. PS To All the Boys I've, I've... PS To Resistance. I don't know. It's something, right? <laughs> but that... Thunder Force, Moxie, fucking... Oh, fucking see Moxie. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, nothing in that. We're going to look forward to talking about that. Only watched Gunpowder Milkshake. Hold on, fucking nothing in that. Oh, you watched it then? What if it was John Wick for Whitman and it was terrible? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, we're going to end up in Cletus's cell by the end of this year. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye.